What's up, guys? Welcome to the show brought to you by GorisNexus.com, premier sponsor of our podcast and, of course, um, our partnership with Fairly Decent Golf, Bobby, and Fairly Decent Golf, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, check out the Big Cartels uh, store. He's uh, a great friend of the show, uh, great personal friend of mine. Love him. Love you, Bobby. Keep up the great work. Um, he was traveling not too, uh, not too long ago. And uh, he was golfing at some really, really uh, picturesque areas. Uh, very cool stuff to see. Uh, and I'm glad he was able to get out there and have a good time. So check him out. Also, if you haven't signed up, follow us on the Facebook page. That's where the majority of our stuff comes out. Ray has some events coming up for the her sip and paint company that she rolls with. Um, if you want an opportunity to get out there and uh, learn actually how to paint from a real artist. Also have a good time. If you want to get pissed up, that's on you. Um, but uh, she will teach you how to paint, uh, once again, things that I understand, like pumpkins and witches, and it's not abstract. So I know she might take umbrage with my attack on abstract, but that's all right. I still love you, even though I think abstract art is terrible. Anyway. <laughs> right. It is a, how you say, dog shit. <laughs> how do you say in your language, bullshit, yes? Yeah, yes. bullshit. Always, same shit. Yeah, it always. Big splash color. I don't know, look like fucking mess. You need napkin yeah, maybe to clean. It looked like someone paint with butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yeah, check. If you haven't followed, please do so. She also has her own. Um, I paint Akron is on Instagram and on Facebook. So do check her out and her work. So if you want to sign up, great. Um, so a bit of big news here. We're not going to talk about the obvious. If you want to hear that, you have to pay the $2 to listen to the B-side. We're not going to fucking do it again. It's ad nauseum. We all know what's going on. You know where between you know who. Enough is enough. You can go talk about it with them. That's okay. That's it. Moving on. Domestic politics here in this wonderful country of ours. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, whose father was murdered by Sirhan Sirhan, also known as the CIA, and whose <laughs> uncle was murdered by Alan Dulles and the CIA. Uh, Ted Kennedy was not murdered by anybody because he was too much of a lush, and they were like, nah, fuck it, he'll die himself. He killed a lady, though. I mean, he did drown a lady, Chappaquiddick Ted. Uh, he managed to get home and doesn't have any recollection of uh, what happened to poor Mary Jo. So I think her last name was Capeshi. I think. I think. I remember. Anyway, she's dead, and it's his fault. So not a great family history here. Um, he's deciding to run for president. So what's interesting about this, he's going to run as an independent candidate. Okay. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says he's abandoning his bid for the Democratic presidential nomination, which he had no chance of winning, by the way. Will instead run as an independent. How might it affect the race? Let's find out. He claims that there's corruption in the leadership of the two uh, big political parties. That is not a statement of, oh, my heavens. We right? Know. I'm so shocked. Robert, like, say it oh, isn't so. Like, oh, mate. <laughs> Are you Tell fucking... me surprised. Are you taking a piss? <laughs> yeah, you taking a piss. That's a bit bold of a claim, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you're talking a bit of shit, isn't it? Well, listen, mate, oi. Fuck off. Uh, right. They're both. Oi, they're... oi bruv. Oi, bruv. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oi, bruv. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a bold statement right there. It's both political parties' leadership is corrupt. Thanks, Robert. Really appreciate it. <laughs> right. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> fucking no. Captain Obvious. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I read that. I'm like, really? That's the line we're going to go with here. He claims that the leadership is as corrupt of not only one, but both major political parties. Say it ain't so, Bobby. Surprise Pikachu. <laughs> oh man going back to president kennedy and senator robert kennedy ted kennedy it's a beloved name in democratic politics thinking originally this was definitely going to hurt joe biden said dr david cohen political science professor at the university of akron but many now are thinking kennedy's move could hurt republicans as his politics seem to align more with conservative causes Cohen adds, because even if a swing of just a few thousand votes in a battleground state can make a difference between winning and losing. Okay. Let me go ahead and correct Dr. Cohen, um, who I know personally, and I'm not a fan. Um, he's a two out of 10. I He actually was a professor of mine years ago. He's fat, which whatever. So what? I'm not going to judge. But he's giving lectures. He stopped the lecture. It's like I have to, I'll be right back. He went to his office, came back, and continued to lecture with I'm not kidding you, one of those 44 ounce Dunkin' Donuts things, the cup filled with like you know, this confectionery uh, thing that masquerades as coffee. And he was eating a donut and drinking his drink while lecturing in the classroom. Um, buddy, you couldn't have waited, it's a 55 minute class. You couldn't yeah. have waited a little bit. No, no, no. no. I couldn't believe that. Like, I I love a donut and I love a cup of coffee, but I would never behave that way. I just, I literally was, Chris, I was there with my notes. That's like, that's like and literally, like, <laughs> and this is coming from a fellow fat guy. That's literally probably one of the top five fattest things I've ever heard in my entire life. I swear to you, man, it's a real, it's a true story. It happened. I'm still, I'm friends with one of the people I was in class with ages ago. I should ask her, like, hey, do you remember when uh, Cohen had to, quote, leave and came back with a 44-ounce cup of coffee and eating a donut while lecturing in a political science class? Oh, oy vey, as they would say. Yeah, yeah. So, now. Oi, bro. Oi, cat, you put a fucking snack that while you lecture, right? We're trying to fucking learn it, eh? <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I you got any fucking coof, mate. Um, <laughs> he had to stop and get himself a coffee and a donut for his <laughs> chippy tea time. He, he needed a cuppa, but it ain't fucking tea time, is it? No, it was <laughs> fucking fat fucking snack time, and it's awful. Snack <laughs> time. Oh, apologies to our English listeners. You guys are great. We love you, but this man is insufferable, and I'm going to disagree with him. He, he, he is a Democratic operative. Like, he made no bones about that, as one would expect For from... Sure. I, th I think the only thing that he shares in common with his with quote-unquote conservatives is his view on vaccine and COVID policies. Like, that's Bingo. literally it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> not guns. Definitely not definitely guns. Not, definitely not guns. My opinion is this is going to hurt Democrat voters because the, the vaccine conversation, the COVID conversation, they already tried to bring back the election variant. <laughs> Nobody bought it. 
everybody yeah. is moving yeah. on with their life. They're like nobody, nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. It's the flu now. It's like, oh, you got COVID. That's nice. We're still gonna go to the football game. We hope you yeah. feel better. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Um, yeah. This is gonna hurt Democrats because stay home and don't shit your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to you. Um, how many accents can you fit into a show, Jay? Many. So fucking try us. Uh, we're, we're, some, we're, we're talented over here when it comes to that. Um, what I will say is I believe that this is going to hurt the Democrats more than it would hurt the Republican candidate. Because first, and for, like, here's the thing with, with Bobby Jr. here. Bobby Jr. Bobby yeah. Jr. Have you listened to him talk? He has a voice yeah, that a, only... Uh, there it is. You know, it was like, Jesus Christ. It's like every word's a struggle to get out. Right. Like he has emphysema. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's not going to go over well for anybody. As soon as like him getting up on the debate stage and wheezing his way through a conversation with a man who doesn't know where he is or shits his pants, the guy who doesn't know where he is and shits his pants, who may not have coherent words, but could speak a little bit of English is going to win that one. Okay. <laughs> going to win that one. Not to mention. Now, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is more of a fact. If any of you really think that Joe, Joseph R. Biden, is running the country, you, I mean, I have oceanfront property in Oklahoma to sell you. He is, they drag him out. They put, and if they keep it, if they keep him on point with the teleprompter, he can usually mumble his way through that thing. It's when he gets off script, like with the Easter Bunny incident <laughs> that we love. I was just getting ready to say, when he goes off script, like, Bring in the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it's a problem. It, right? It's the only thing that gets Joe's attention when he goes off script like this. Man loves the Easter Bunny. <laughs> right. Do we have any young girls? No. Get the bunny. Where's the rabbit? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> if there's no young girls to sniff, bring in the rabbit. <laughs> it's true. He's uh, jo- he's not running the country. Okay. He's not running the country. Remember when they said the deep state was a conspiracy theory? And then they admitted that, well, no, actually, it's a deep state that helped defeat Donald Trump in the election. Yeah, those are the people who are running the show. Joe's not running anything. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing because he is defecating in his own trousers in front of the Pope, which I'm going to say he shit his pants at the Vatican. How many people could say that? I mean, right? what, what a feather in your cap, too. So, yeah. I mean, how was Italy? Great. Went to the Vatican. Yeah, yeah I had a, I had an oopsie poopsie. <laughs> In front of the Pope. Yeah, in front of the Pope. <laughs> I, I got an audience. The, the pizza Margareti. It <laughs> gave me the poopies. Margareti. Margareti. <laughs> Let me hear the music. <laughs> for those of you that don't know that reference, I feel sorry for you. Um, it, the movie's a 10 out of 10. Um, it's a banger. Rob- Robert's going to not do anything good for the Democrats in this one, because what what Mr. Cohen says, and he's right, is name recognition. You don't associate Kennedys with Republicans. I don't care who you are. No. Never, no. never. Um, his uncle would probably have to run as a Republican at this point. They're, in time. they're Boston, Boston Democrats. Hardcore, even though John and his pilot, like a rabid <laughs> anti-communist that he was, wouldn't fit in very well with today's uh, left wing side of the Democratic uh, Party. They, that's, they only that's only because the Overton window shifted so far Correct. left since the 60s. 
That's correct. A hundred percent. So, um, by the way, I wanted to ask, and I'd like to thank Bobby for tagging our podcast and his story. We made his day because we celebrated the death of Diane Feinstein recently, and we're still celebrating. Right. Um, Angel gave me shtick, and she said that it wasn't nice. Do any of you have a problem with Diane Feinstein dying? My only problem is that she didn't die sooner. That's my only right, issue. Right? It's like she survived till 90 fucking three. <laughs> Shocking. She was so fucking old, her eyelids started to fucking give up. <laughs> like, like her eyelids died 10 fucking years ago, and she was still ticking. She was still hanging on, man. Yeah. She was still hanging on. Oh, uh, I think it's wonderful that she's gone. Um, I'm me, not too. me too. Me yeah. too. Because them, them fucking retards in California would have voted that fucking old ancient fucking oh, yeah. dinosaur back in. Oh, they yeah. would have voted her back in. No question about it. Like this beyond that, doubt. That dumb fucking bitch who fucking bungled the fucking Night Stalker investigation. That's right. Yeah. If you because she was because she was a fucking loud mouth. One hundred percent. So yeah, man. Uh, I, I, if you also celebrated, please tell me how you celebrated. I celebrated by, um, well, I can't say because I lost it. I had, I had, I had a lovely uh, drumstick ice cream cone. Now that's the way to do it. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> you rancid bitch right? um, <laughs> yeah you rancid bitch <laughs> so if you guys had a problem with our celebratory attitude please let me know um, if if you enjoyed it I'd also like to know and if you celebrated as well perhaps you had an ice cream cone see my or- thing is, is even if you found us celebrating it like repugnant is you can say that we're not hypocrites because we kept the same energy when she was alive. This is true. The same energy when she was alive. There wasn't like a let's wait until she's dead and then celebrate and talk about what a piece of shit bitch she was. We've always talked about what a piece of shit bitch that she was. And I had often said, like, hopefully she dies soon because she's so goddamn old. (laughs) (laughs) consistency is key here yeah and yeah you're absolutely right and i still have to laugh about the people that are like oh we're shocked at the death shocked <laughs> at the death she was fucking 93 what do you mean you were shocked <laughs> we thought we had a good 30 more years out of that old bitch um we know? thought we had another 30 more non-lucid years <laughs> just keep injecting her with adrenochrome drink up right? yeah <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad she's gone. Anyway. Want to drink up, Grandmama? (laughs) That's how she lived. She lived off like, she was like, uh, what was it? uh, uh, Was it uh, Christopher Reeve uh, in in South Park just eating dead baby skin cells or whatever the fuck it was? And she's cracking them open and eating them. That's how (laughs) Diane Feinstein survived. Oh, God. Um, But, um, if there is a hell, it has one more occupant, and I can guarantee you it's her. So mm, we're happy yeah. for that. Uh, we're happy for that. She so. gets front row seats to the lake of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I mean, her face already looked like it was melting anyway. So. <laughs> right. Her eyelids were already drooping as if she was melting. I mean, really, she looked like Palpatine. She, she did. Really did. Like, I put the put the hood on her and 
give mm-hmm. her the unlimited power and she's shooting lightning bolts out of her hands. It's Palpatine, but with a crusty your, vagina. Your, hate, your hatred makes you stronger. <laughs> your hatred for firearms makes you stronger. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's trying to like groom uh, Barack Obama. Call anything <laughs> over 10 rounds a high capacity <laughs> magazine. <laughs> oh my god that's great oh how many accents was that several i don't i can't even keep count um boy mike listen so good news so we talked about kevin getting the sack the last episode i believe which was um kevin mccarthy being the first speaker of the house of representatives to get the boot while he, he didn't even he didn't even make it a year did he nine months remember 15 votes it took to get him in and he lasted nine months there's um i mean i've had diarrhea for a longer stretch of time than he was speaker of the house i can tell you that right now i mean my god what an embarrassment well they found a replacement the republicans who are a national embarrassment uh to whatever their people believe in so you guys may have heard of Steve Scalise. He's from Louisiana. Uh, he was there was an attempted murder of him by an angry Democrat who used a firearm, which anytime a Democrat tries to kill a Republican, they shouldn't be allowed to use guns like you have to use like a morning star or a sword or a crossbow or, or a spear like because you don't believe you don't think anybody should have guns. So why are you using a firearm? Right. I mean, come on, like, let's let's get it real here. Give them a billy club like they're a bobby. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oi, bruv, slow down. I'm going to crack yeah. you across your knees. <laughs> <laughs> so now, as the House Majority Leader, lacks the 217 votes needed to be elected Speaker in a floor vote, and multiple Republicans have not committed to supporting him, signaling the potential for a drawn-out fight for the gavel. It is not yet clear when the House will hold that vote for Speaker. Until he is elected, the House remains effectively paralyzed following uh, Comrade McCarthy's removal. An unprecedented situation now taken on urgency amid the current Middle East conflict. Raising the stakes further, the longer it takes Republicans to elect a new speaker, the less time lawmakers will have to try to avert a government shutdown with funding uh, deadline looming in November. I see no problems with this. Scalise won out over Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio. Closed door vote. Why behind closed doors? I'm not so sure. By the House GOP conference to pick the speaker nominee on Wednesday, the nomination was a blow to former President Donald Trump, who endorsed Jordan. Another L for the Trump people who have just taken L after fucking L. The chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. And if that Matt Gates was smart, he would break away from Trump and do his own thing. Because I tell you what, he actually could get shit done. He got fucking McCarthy out of there. He got him out of there. He should completely disassociate. If he wants to, like, do you remember we covered on the show him and uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez worked together on legislation? Like, the guy should, like, hit your wagon to yourself, dude. Like, you could do your own thing. Like, you don't, like, I, I, I don't know how anybody could attach themselves to Donald Trump and consider, not consider it toxic at this point. Like, no matter what, guilty or not, of throwing a tantrum at the Holiday Inn Breakfast Buffet, um, your your name has completely been tarnished. Like you, you it's irrecoverable. Irrecoverable. It, you can't. So why he doesn't move on? Matt Gates should be the fucking uh, speaker of the house. I'd love to see him 
and he he should marry Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. That would be that you want to talk. They have the Golden Bachelor. Fuck that. Have uh the righty and the commie, like you know, like the retarded bachelor, where you know it's they're already married, and they're like having political discussions at the breakfast table, but they're having like the meanest of fucking sex off camera, right? Like they are just fucking each other, you know, into the hospital. I don't know. Your audio cut out for like a month. I'm not sure. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, you're back now. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that uh, Matt Gates should marry Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and give us a reality show. I think that's the way it should be. Now. Right? The ch chin and crazy eyes. Seriously. But he has a strong jawline, right? Like, he has a powerful jawline. And he's got some name recognition, you know what I mean? And she's just like, you know, crazy as a fucking, uh, as, as, you know, shithouse rat. I mean, she is nuts, which is fine. My, uh, I have a, I have a relative in New Jersey. Every single time I say something about her, he says the same thing every time. She's got great tits for a commie, though. I'm like, thank you. I, great. They, wonderful contribution to the conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I I can't even look at them. Like, damn boobies. <laughs> it's true. Every single time, like, can you believe what she said? He was like, Jay, she's got great tits for a commie. And I'm like, my my neighbor, I know that. Thank you. Like, you've mentioned this every single time. I can't even look at commie tits. Like, I just can't. Like, <laughs> boobies. <laughs> once, boobies. <laughs> dude, once, once you lock eyes with her bug eyes, it's hard to look away. You're like, <laughs> yeah, gone, gone. <laughs> Whatever magic is there has left the building. Mm. So, so they got some GOP holdouts. They're creating an obstacle. Number of Republicans would not commit to voting for Scalise for Speaker. On the floor, following a vote on Wednesday to nominate him for the post, the swift opposition made clear that GOP party fight over who would be speaker was not going to be quickly resolved. Scalise began meeting individually with GOP members later that day. In his whip operation, tried to convince more than a dozen holdouts to back him on the floor, according to multiple GOP inside sources, which cannot be quoted. Jordan is also working to convince colleagues who voted for him to join him in supporting Scalise. How's that? I'm not supporting Steve Scalise. I'll be voting for Jim Jordan. Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia told CNN, well, Jim Jordan presented a strong plan for us, a detailed plan on how to move forward. We didn't hear that from any plan for Steve Scalise. It was more vague answers. Listen, where's, where's Bobert on this one? Is she busy? Like, I would love to get a quote from her when she's not giving somebody a fucking hand job. I was, I was just going to say, she is busy. She <laughs> is at it. She is given hand jobs and vaping in the audience of a musical. Dude, I would, I would, break, <laughs> I would, <laughs> stroke, stroke, stroke. Dude, I would break my celibacy and I would fucking vote for her in a heartbeat. I want her president of the United States. You get the first woman in there who was on camera fucking having a good time, high on Percocet, drinking beers and jacking somebody off at a fucking... High on Percocet. 
she's like jerking him off. She's like, come on, get hard so I can go in the bathroom and crush this perk up and snort it off your cock. <laughs> How long is it going to take you to come? Come on. <laughs> Dude, that's my president right there. I'm okay. high on perks and horny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to fuck me hard. I can't feel a thing. <laughs> Oh if, we my get, God. if you get hungry later, we can go to my restaurant where everybody carries guns on their hips. <laughs> and got food poisoning. <laughs> she fucking got 80 people. We were sick. feeding people barbecue and gave 80 people hep C. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you hard, baby? <laughs> I can't do it. She needs to run for president. I love her. I mean, I think she's fantastic. She's the kind of girl you want to bring home for Christmas. I mean, really. She's going to do a line of Coke in the bathroom, in between the dinner and dessert service. She's going to ask you to come help her upstairs real quick. And she's going to try to fucking sexually assault you before you get to the gifts on Christmas Eve. This is who you want to bring home. This, this is, if you're a single guy, she's the one for you. 10 out of 10. You the know. kind of lady you take home to mom and dad. That's right. If she finds out you're on disability and you've got a fucking prescription for perch, buddy, you are in for a treat. <laughs> right? You are going to have blisters on the shaft of your cock, buddy. <laughs> Nothing like a Colorado drug addict for a girlfriend. <laughs> right? God bless her. She is oh. going to be giving you fucking Indian birds on that pecker, brother. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I hope she never gets out of politics. This has been really good for me and my soul. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. I got to bounce ideas off of you. All jokes aside, have you ever considered, Chris, that you live in a simulation? I've I've pondered it several times. Okay. In all seriousness, jokes aside. It, it, no, in all seriousness, I've pondered it several times. Well, you may be delighted to know that somebody else is pondering it who is a physics professor. Not only did he ponder it, he claims to have found evidence we're living in a virtual reality simulation. In the words of Morpheus from the Matrix, what you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. And one scientist from the University of Portsmouth has taken the red pill, claiming to have evidence that we could indeed be living in a virtual reality simulation. Physicist Melvin Vopson. What a name. I love it. Melvin Vopson. Okay. Melvin Vopson? Yes. Vop, as in V-O-P-P, as in your penis. Oh, V-O-P. Vop. Yeah. V is a vagina. O is an orgasm. P is a penis. Son. Vopson. Melvin. Professor Melvin has claimed that the way the universe is ordered is as streams of information and patterns and symmetry mirror what you might find in a computer game. He told the Mail Online, my studies point to a bizarre and interesting possibility that we don't live in objective reality and that the entire universe might be just a super advanced virtual reality simulation. To put it simply, everything appears to evolve to an equilibrium state where the information content is minimal. Such behavior is fully reminiscent of the rules deployed in programming languages of computer coding. Simulating a super complex universe like ours 
would require a built-in data optimization and compression mechanism in order to reduce the computational power of the data storage requirements to run the simulation. Melvin continued that, and he went on to claim that we see evidence of this data optimization around us all the time in things in things in other scientific systems such as biology, atoms, and mathematics. That being said, Melvin gave a caveat that is not definitive proof, but rather underpins the simulated universe theory. Melvin also admitted that the theory has attracted a fair share of skepticism. And a part of his hypothesis is to suggest an alternative source of the elusive fifth state of matter. The consensus on this is that the Bose-Einstein condensate, where extremely cold atoms clump together and behave as though they were a single entity. But Professor Vopson has taken on a different route, arguing that information itself could actually have some form of mass or way of affecting the universe around us. He even claims that it could be the elusive dark matter, which makes up almost one-third of the entire universe. We still don't know exactly what it is. Melvin has previously suggested that we could be heading for an information catastrophe, which is where the maximum possible amount of digital information has been created and the maximum power needed to sustain it. And in 2022, he discovered a new law of physics, quotes, which could predict genetic mutations in organisms like viruses to help judge possible consequences. It is based on the second law of thermodynamics, which states that a measure of disorder in an isolated system can only stay the same or increase. It's an interesting theory to say the least, but the real question is, though, if the world is a simulation, can we all learn Kung Fu really fast or fly? Because if not, what's the fucking point? <laughs> right? I'm all for that. Um, I always make jokes that it's the simulation, especially when I'm in the car. That is the number one place that I feel that I am absolutely being plotted against, whether it's red lights, traffic, or fuck cards on the highway. Um, fuckwit all retardies all driving in front of me that's when i'm like this is this is clearly a simulation to make me late for work today that's this is exactly what this is um it's the 2023 make jay late for work simulator i take it so personally (laughs) like this is a plot against me isn't it um most people i think might have contemplated this at least a little bit saying uh i'm not so sure but the thing what gets to me at gets to me but at the same time i find quite liberating i don't know about you if it is what am i going to do about it nothing there's nothing i could do about it like you can't unplug if there really is a plug and you're plugged in i just want to know why whoever's running the simulation has to be such a dick about it right can i win the lottery once you know what i mean once yeah you know can can seriously when i get a raise and a promotion at work can it be to like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year i mean just once we're not asking right i only need that raise once (laughs) really 150k would solve 99 percent of my problems 99% 99% of them tomorrow, um, including a vacation to a cabin in the woods. Um, mm. Far well, away do... from anyone. Yes, far away from anyone. If you know where I live, it's because I fucking told you. Um, 
But yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like, if this is a simulation, why is the engineer such an asshole? Like, this place sucks. Like, you're this simul the Sim City thing or Sim Planet or whatever we're doing here is a bunch of garbage. Like, this place is a dump. And we have the great Pacific garbage patch for Christ's sake. You couldn't fucking uncode that. We still have to put up with that shit, right? Could you code me a better metabolism, you fucking asshole? <laughs> Could you code in the dollar menu for McDonald's? Okay. <laughs> we love that, that back in. While you're at it, code the snack wrap back in, you yeah. motherfucker. How rude. How rude. Yeah. Not to take that into consideration. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, man. So what do you think about all this? Do you think that Melvin has some interesting points? Do you think Melvin is absolutely full of poop so much so that his breath stinks all the way from Portsmouth to here? Uh, what do you think? I mean, there's some interesting points. You know, it's things to ponder. Like, I don't know if I 100% buy it. But at the same time, like, I, I can see because there's like things in uh, quantum physics such as you know, the observation that changes the behavior of, say, like, light patterns and, and particles and shit like that. That's, like, mm. points to the fact that, uh, you know, reality is constructed by the observer, which could point, you know, to the possibility uh, of it being a simulation. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and there's also the, uh, what is it, the uh, holographic universe theory, which is kind of like a spinner variation on the simulation theory um I mean, you know they bring up interesting points it, it, they're fun to ponder but i don't i i can't say i 100 prescribe to them but they're 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 fun to ponder i agree with you there i do and they're they're fun to ponder and they're also you know for someone who to say definitively that no it doesn't exist or yes it does exist i think that's that's where I take umbrage. I'm like, it's a bunch kind of, of fucking butt kiss. You <laughs> it's serious, not real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. Like anytime, anytime somebody's like, it's absolutely impossible and there's no way versus somebody who says, no, it's really happening. It's like, man, do you guys really fucking know? Like, no, you don't. And it's okay that you don't know for Christ's sake. It's fine. It's fine. We still we're still here. Got to go to work tomorrow. Got yeah. no choice. What am I going to do? The simulation has yet to allow me to win the lottery, and I play regularly in an office pool, no less. So, anyway, let us know your thoughts. And none of you that listen are fucking physicists, so don't play that card with me. Okay. Every fucking time something comes up scientific, I inevitably get a message. Inevitably get a message. Oh, well, actually, this you're not a chemist, you're not a biochemist, you're not physicists. That's fine. Neither am I. Melvin is, so he outranks us all. So I'm listening to what Melvin has to say, right? Hey, okay, Melvin, fine. Maybe, maybe not. At the end of the day, I didn't win the lottery, and I have to go to fucking work. So whoever's working on this project, code in, code in the snack wrap, code in the dollar menu, and code in some extra cash. No strings attached either. Don't give me that Edgar Allan Poe bullshit where you wish for money and someone yeah. dies. And yeah, there'd be the none, of, none of this monkey's paw bullshit. No, <laughs> I'm not dumb enough to fall for that shit because every time I think about that, I'd be like, oh, it'd be nice to come into some money. And here comes Mr. Poe rearing. He's like, he like comes up from the surface. He's like, 
are you sure you want to do that? Shut up, Edgar. Okay. You're not part of the conversation. I'm not asking you. Don't try to play games with me, including the simulation. So whoever's running it, please send money. No strings attached. The snack wrap and the dollar menu. Thank you. Um, Have you read Cask of Immontelato? <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what happens when you say no. <laughs> You're in for a treat. <laughs> oh, so to move on to the absurd. And this is absurd. And I like to get these cold reads because Angel's not here. She's She couldn't make it. I'm not going to say why because she'll get mad if I tell you why. But let's just say there's a gastronomic issue happening and we wish her well. Um, speaking of conspiracy theories, this is Christopher. This is without a doubt one of the most ridiculous ones I've ever come in contact with. Have you ever heard of the phantom time conspiracy theory? Mm, not ringing a bell. You're going to enjoy this. I'm going to go through the line definition. The phantom time conspiracy theory is a pseudo historical conspiracy theory first asserted by Harabelt Il Illig in 1991 it hypothesizes a conspiracy by the holy roman emperor otto the third pope sylvester the second and possibly the byzantine emperor constantine the seventh the biggest players on the european continent no less at the time to fabricate the anno domini dating system retroactively in order to place them at the special year of AD 1000 and to rewrite history to legitimize Otto's claim to the Holy Roman Empire. Illig believed that this was achieved through the alteration, misrepresentation, and forgery of documentary and physical evidence. According to this scenario, the entire Carolingian period, including the figure of Charlemagne, is a fabrication with a phantom time of 297 years, that is, from years A.D. 614 to 911, aha, added to the early Middle Ages, added. Evidence contradicts this hypothesis, and it failed to gain support of historians and calendars in other European countries. Most of Asia and parts of pre-Columbian America contradict this. Illig was born in 1947 in Bavaria, he was an act, he was active in the association dedicated to Emanuel Velikovsky's Castratism and historical revisionism, Society for the Reconstruction of Human and Natural History. From 1989 to 94, he acted as an editor for the Past Early Present magazine or journal. Since 1995, he's worked as a publisher and author under his own publishing company, Mantis Verlag, and published his own journal, Leaps in Time. Outside of his publications related to revised chronology, he has edited the works of Egon Friedel. Claims. His claims include the following. That there is scarcity of archaeological evidence that can be relatably dated to the period of AD 614, 614 to AD 911. That the dating methods used for such recent periods, radiometry, are inaccurate. That medieval historians rely too much on written sources. <clears throat> that they the rely too much on documented written history. This is a problem. 
I can't even do it. I tried to keep a straight face, but it's not working. You rely too much on primary source material. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> the present of Romanesque architecture in 10th century Western Europe suggests that the Roman era was not as long ago as conventionally thought. Here we are again with the Roman Empire. He also thinks of it daily. 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 That at the time of the introduction of the Gregorian calendar in Anno Domini, 1582, there should have been a discrepancy of 13 days between the Julian calendar and the real or tropical calendar when the astronomers and mathematicians working for Pope Gregory VIII found that the civil calendar needed to be adjusted by only 10 days. Ely concludes that the Anno Domini era had counted roughly three centuries, which never existed. Those 300 years, bupkis, spurious, Fucking bupkis. not real. Dinosaur bupkis. bones planted by Jews. <laughs> There's somebody I'll bitch you to hear that goes, yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> oh. Refutiation. Finally, somebody that agrees with me. Yeah, finally. I've been saying this for ages. Yeah. Observations in ancient astronomy, especially those of solar eclipses, cited by European sources prior to 600 Anno Domini, <laughs> when phantom time would have been would have distorted the chronology, agree with the usual chronology and not with this asshole. Besides, Ooh, <laughs> phantom time. Oh. <laughs> Besides several others that are perhaps too vague to disprove the phantom time hypothesis, two in particular dated with enough precision to question the hypothesis. One is reported by Pliny the Elder in 59 Anno Domini. The date has a confirmed eclipse. In addition, observations during the Tang Dynasty in China and Halley's Comet, for example, are consistent. Hey. <laughs> Current astronomy with no Halley's Comet with no phantom time added archaeological remains and dating methods such as tree ring dating refute rather than support phantom time it's funny how the trees have refuted him the gregorian mm -hmm. reform was never purported to bring the calendar in line with the julian calendar as it had existed at the time of the institution in 45 bce but as existed but as it had existed in 325 anno domini the time of the council of nicaea which had established a method for determining the date of Easter by fixing the vernal equinox on March 21st, the Julian calendar. By 1582, the astronomical equinox was occurring on March 10th in the Julian calendar, but Easter was still being calculated from a nominal equinox of March 21st. In 45 BC, the astro astronomical vernal equinox took place around March 23rd. Ilig's three missing centuries thus correspond to the 369 years between the institution of the Julian calendar in 45 BC and the fixing of the Easter date at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. Here's my favorite, because I'm a big Charlemagne fan. If Charlemagne and the Carolingian dynasty were fabricated, there would have to be corresponding fabrication of the history of the rest of Europe during the same era, including Anglo-Saxon England, the fucking papacy, and the Byzantine Empire. The phantom time period also encompasses the life of Muhammad, praise be upon him, we don't want to get shot, and the Islamic expansion into areas of former Western Roman Empire, including the conquest of Visigothic Iberia, also known as Spain, and Portugal. 
this history too would have been forged or drastically misstated. It would also have to be reconciled with the history of the Tang Dynasty of China and its contact with the Islamic world, such as the Battle of Talus. Needless to say, at the end of the day, what this conspiracy does now here's the thing i want to i'm going to offer up a contest and members of the show members of the youth guys family we need to find out who comes up with the best conspiracy theory a new one okay but here's the catch it can't involve the jews you can't do that that one is at the base of damn near every conspiracy theory you have to come up with new material like for example the Mormons are the reason why the Cleveland Browns haven't won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Play with that. Maybe there's something to that. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Or the Beatles were sent by the Queen to make everybody gay. Right? Something. Something. Or the mayor of, 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 of Liverpool was sent here to make everybody in America gay. I don't know if that's real. Run with it. This is a creative writing exercise. Try to find something so stupid and ridiculous. Because I'll tell you what. If you put it out on Gab... If you put it out on um, Rumble, even on YouTube, if you come up with something, I guarantee you, you'll get at least one buyer. You'll get at least one person like, you know what? I've often wondered, too, why the Beatles tried to make everybody gay. You know, how about that? You know, I think that there's a lot of potential out here for a good story. And we always could use a new conspiracy theory, just like the asshole who claims that the guardians of traffic over the bridge in Cleveland for the bridge that goes over the river in Cleveland, what was actually originally constructed by an old ancient race that inhabited this area for super highways for Native Americans. He has over 100 views on that video. If he can do it, we can do it. We need a good conspiracy theory that's not based on um, the Hebraic people. Let's try to figure something out and see if we can do with that. Um, That's all I have for this week. Christopher, do you have anything, any comments? On this specific conspiracy theory involving uh, Charlemagne being a complete fabrication, except everybody else would have had to have been a fabrication as well. No. No. <laughs> no. Nothing from add to that. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that's all I have for this week. Do you have anything else, uh, Christopher, that you would like to add before we conclude this week's episode? No. <laughs> okay. I, boy, 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 bruv, check out the bit shoot, right? Why don't you fucking sign up? Don't be a div. Come and sign up. Check out the bit shoot. You're going to like it a lot. Um, yeah, check out the bit shoot. Um, there's a sub stack out there. Uh, we also have our Patreon uh, extra episode, two bucks, two quid a month, not a week, a month. That's all you need is two quid. You get extra episode every bloody week. You're going to love it. Lots of content on there. Yeah. For three, three. Going back, what, like over three years at this point? It's wild. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, yeah. I, for, I forget how long we've been doing this for. It's almost four years. I was um, say, we've been doing the B-sides almost as long as we've been doing the podcast. Yep. Yep. Which is a long time. A lot of good stuff on there. Um, there might be a bonus episode coming this weekend. Um, arranging for return guests to come hang out with us. Uh, he's got some free time on his hands. We're trying to put that together. Look for that. Uh, hopefully, we can put that together this weekend. So I hope everybody has a great week, um, and I hope you enjoy yourselves. But let's, of course, not forget to thank our sponsors. Okay, 
I paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Fab, a fine art and design from the Great Lakes team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. And of course, agorasnexus.com, premier sponsor of the podcast. And don't forget about Fairly Decent Golf and our dear friend Bobby, Instagram and TikTok. Check out the content. And he carries our merch. Uh, we're, we're appreciative of all of our sponsors. Thank you very much. But ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the nitty gritty. Now, recently, the temperature in Northeast Ohio, Soviet, has dipped considerably, and we're grateful for it. Uh, finally getting some autumn temperatures when I'm taking the dog out in the morning, 37 degrees, maybe 39. It's wonderful. I wear shorts, keep my balls nice and cool. But what that weather won't do is keep your sack, your unmentionables, the dung ditch, your reproductive organs, whether tucked in or hanging about, not keep them clean. You may be cool, but you still stink. Consider checking out Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap. Akron Apothecary for medicine, for your ball bag, for your fat folds, under boob, all that good stuff. Be kind to your body. Be kind to your skin. As Angel would say, listen to your soap. Listen to your soap. Check out Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap which keeps you fresh and clean for that special someone, or perhaps you're heading to an orgy with your cousin, but you're not allowed to bring it up because you're not supposed to be fucking, but you are, and you pretend like you don't know each other. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to your partner. Be kind to your coworkers. Wash with Todd's Gay Soap because Todd's Gay Soap is... Oh, that is... Make sure you watch crack and you don't smoke it. <laughs> I couldn't agree with that any further. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great week. We love you. Uh, Christopher and I, hopefully, Angel will be back uh, from feeling uh, feeling ill. Hopefully, we'll be back together. All the gang, have a great week. Send us an email. Send us a chat. Hope you're all well. Take care, and we'll see you later. Margareti. <laughs> <laughs> Correcto. <laughs>